Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Welcome into the Ticket Water Cooler. I am Jake Bakovin. He is Enrique Alvarez Clary. And we do this every day for you. Unfortunately, Enrico is excited. He's got a Yankees uniform on. It yeah. looks disgusting. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he knows how hideous he looks. Shout out but... to the pinstripes, baby. Yeah. That's uh, what he's worth. Yeah. I thought he was worth more, to be honest. All rise, baby. Yeah. They were seriously trying to underpay him before, though. Aaron Judge. 216.5. That's what the offer That's was? what they were offering before. Wow. And then the Padres and the Giants were like, we'll give you six. <laughs> and the Yankees were like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> so then what do you ultimately t- sign with? 300, what is it? 360? Three, yeah, 360. Yeah, for nine years. And he's still pretty young. I mean, he might actually be one of those he's long, long contracts that might actually. He'll be 30, or he's, he's either 30 or 31. Mm-hmm. And he'll be, you know, 38 or 39 by the time the contract is up. Uh, the Yankees, the first organization to have three three hundred million plus dollar contracts on their roster. Who could have guessed? Who could have even foreseen that all those years ago when they've always been overpaid? Look, everybody. look, hey, they didn't give Giancarlo that contract. <laughs> they traded for it, right? That's right. The Marlins, <laughs> the Marlins, who had no money, gave him that contract, and then we're like, we can't keep paying you. Yeah. This then they gave working. Garrett Cole three hundred million last year. Uh, so Aaron Judge returning to the Yankees. As long as he doesn't uh, break into my college football, I guess I can accept it. Well, we'll see if he gets to 60 home runs in a season again. <laughs> I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. Why do you doubt it? Just because how historical he, it was? So he hit like 52 his rookie year. In 2017, he won Rookie of the Year. Hit, a, I think, a then rookie record. I think it might still be the rookie record. Whatever. Uh, 52 home runs. Didn't even approach that. In the last previous however many seasons, he'd been injured a, a, on and off. And then this year, he played all but less, the the, end, less right? than 10 games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he hit 62. So I don't think he approaches that again. Yeah. I, I think, they, I think you know, he gets more rest. Uh, he gets more rest. He's getting older. Um, and just 62 is a lot of home runs. <laughs> it's just a lot of home runs to expect to hit. Especially uh, since yeah, he's clean great. and not on steroids. And uh, for Cubs fans out there watching, too, and, and, and uh, Cardinals fans, uh, Wilson Contreras here in the last uh, 10, 15 minutes has agreed to a five-year, $87.5 million deal with, of course, the Cardinals. Hooray! <laughs> Nick in the other room is broken. Yeah. And all of you Cubs fans, I'm sorry that you got nothing for Wilson Contreras. Should have traded him. That's on you. Yeah. and, I, and I've At least you got Cody days. Bellinger, right? Yeah. <laughs> I say I've had those days where the, the the worst days of my baseball following career uh, also had to do with the Yankees, but it was on my favorite players like the the Johnny Damons, uh, you know, went over. Uh, Kevin Euclid eventually went to the Yankees. Did uh, he? Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, Euclid never played for the Yankees. He did actually, very sadly, because I loved Kevin. I do Euclid. not recall. Yeah, I don't remember. He did, it wasn't ever. a big splash. The Yuka. Uh, he just spent a few. I don't remember him over there. I remember yeah. Johnny. I remember Ellsbury. <laughs> yeah, the Ellsbury worst, didn't the work out worst well. contract ever. I think they're still paying him. I think they are. And he's not even playing anymore. <laughs> he's been retired for like three <laughs> years. Uh, but uh, he did sign a big contract there. Um, but even still, it's just, 
those things like those those moments and, and, I, and we probably all have those with our professional sports teams and now college football with the transfer portal you'll probably see it with your teams too it really like it really you know you just get this feeling because when you're a fan it's easy to sit back and say no matter what I'd never put the pinstripes on. But if I'm being honest, if they offered me a field mm. million more than the next guy, I'm a Yankee. I don't care. <laughs> you, 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 I mean, right? If Boston offered me. If Boston offered you a few, few more million no. than the – yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I'd go to the Yankees and I'd be like, look, they're offering me this much. <laughs> and they'd be like, we'll cut it down by this many million. i go, bet. You'd leave millions of dollars on the table to play for your team that yes. you've been a fan of. 100%. Instead of uh, I'm not playing a Boston. for your future I am generation. never putting on that those Boston colors. You had me one time when the, when Boston <laughs> beat right. the Yankees, and never again. <laughs> I felt disgusting. I felt like I was going to explode. Well, good for you for sticking to that, because I at one time thought that it would be that way. But now that I've, like, now that I've seen enough of my own... Like the guys that like Johnny specifically went on a late night show and said, I just would never do it. I'd never go to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And then he did it. Then he did. And he had to shave his beard and cut his hair and all that. And it was just, you know, I've seen enough of those moments that I'm like, fine. You know what? If you don't care that much, then I don't. Neither care. Do no, I. no longer am I going to say, yes, I'd be the loyal Red Sox at this point. Mon- just show me the money. I'm trying to think of Yankees that went to Boston. Doesn't happen as much. No, not as far as important ones. No, of course Roger Clemens, the initial Red Sox that went to the Yankee, or yeah. not the initial Wade Boggs, another one. There's a long Babe Ruth, long his, Babe Ruth, the original one. Yeah, the you're OG, right. the uh, the long history. Traded him for a pack of, of peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That yeah, wasn't a lot. Shout out to Aaron Judge. <laughs> it doesn't Getting matter. paid what he's worth, maybe a little less. Everybody's going to say the Yankees overpaid. Uh, Bach, Bach and I have come to an agreement. They underpaid. Yeah. The Giants and the Padres were offering a lot more. That's what I was talking to a few guys, and in, in including Terrell, and you know, we, I, I was expecting a bigger number, to be honest with you. Yeah, because this, so like, this was the sweepstakes. They were offering two, 216.5 was on the table at first and kind of scoffed at that, and he's like, are you kidding me? Um, so then I think he used the other teams to leverage them to, to raise their number, but they still didn't approach. I think one of them was like 400, like 400 million or something like that. Yeah. And the Yankees settled on 360, and he was like, all right, bet. I'll come back home and, and, yeah. and, and play for 360 million. Well, you're, you're in, you also like, if you think of like the off the, the field type of stuff, you'd think his endorsements would be wildly better with the Yankees than, than the Giants or the Padres. The Giants or the Padres. He is yeah. from California. Yeah. So that would have kind of helped a Fun little flag, bit. Fun fact, actually played at Haymarket Park. Did he? Yeah, with Fresno State. Hmm. I think he went 0 for 3. Probably struck out Something three like times. That. Yeah, I think he struck out three <laughs> times. Uh, that would be shout out to Fresno State. <laughs> that would be on par. Other stuff uh, to talk about is some as uh, Alexander the Great points out. Jeff Brom to Louisville. So big news in the Big Ten West. Uh, of course, it's already been a big year for change in the Big Ten West with Wisconsin changing their coach, Nebraska changing their coach, and Iowa changing their offensive coordinator. Oh, oh wait, no, oh, wait, not, nope, not that's, the last nope, that's not that happening. One, for some reason, is still out of Brian all the Ferentz. out of all the coaching changes that. <laughs> That have happened in the Big Ten. That one not happening. Not happening. Might be one of the more surprising ones. As of yet. Also, Big Ten West News, as we mentioned, P.J. Fleck getting uh, a raise himself, an extension himself. So, a lot of news there. It's very strange. Um, do you think Purdue's still the better job than Louisville? It's a Big Ten job. We talk about Big Ten money. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like a lateral move. But at the same, like, I feel as if Louisville has more upside than Purdue. Hmm. Like, I, I just feel like, you know, Louisville, Kentucky, I, Louisville might be easier to recruit to than a West Lafayette. And the fact that you're in the ACC, um, it kind of works 
for his offense, System, for yeah, his style so. of offense. The ACC is a more wide-open league, and I think it'll work better for him. And again, he's from the area. He knows it very well. It'd be really easy for him to recruit to there. And, you know, I'd be more attracted to, to Louisville than West Lafayette. Um, but I don't, I don't, in terms of just, like, the job, I don't know. It just seems they're pretty yeah. similar. Like, they're middle of the pack in their conferences, you know, I think there's a better chance of winning your conference in the ACC than there is with Purdue in the Big Ten. Because right now in the ACC, you've got to contend with, you know, now uh, Pitt, North Carolina, and Clemson. But Clemson doesn't seem as scary as they once were, mm-hmm. um, especially after losing their defensive coordinator to Oklahoma. Um, so I think there's a better chance to win the ACC at Louisville than there is to win the Big Ten at Purdue. So I, I, I guess they would get the leg up there, but I mean, they're, they're pretty similar jobs in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's a, a, you know, a lot better job that he's taken. It's just his connections there. Um, I obviously in the big 10, it makes you wonder where do they go next? And there's not any obvious names to me. Jim Leonard, uh, Jim Leonard would be an idea, but Jim Leonard, we're all, I think a lot of like half of Nebraska Twitter is trying to find a way that Jim Leonard makes sense. Everybody, Nebraska. everybody's trying to pool their money together to bring Jim Leonard to Nebraska as <laughs> a DC. Can you imagine Purdue being a, a defense first school? No. As long as I as long <laughs> no. as I've like, you know, been aware of Purdue, I guess, yeah. in like whatever weird fashion. They've been a passing school yeah, the Drew Brees, with like Kyle meh, Hortons with and... like meh defense. Like sometimes it's like, Oh, that's a pretty good defense. But never, yeah. you know, if Jim Leonard went there, it would be all right, defense first. Yeah. And that would be weird. It would be weird. Although but... a train and defense kinda makes sense. Yeah, that makes a little sense. Makes sense. How about the big drum? That's defense right there. That's, some defense, That's defense right there. <laughs> Third down. Oh, yeah. Play that world's largest drum. Heck, yeah. Which, by the way, I know they've named it that for years. Somebody should just make a larger drum so we can get them off that. Uh, Texas that has a pretty big drum. Is it bigger? I don't know. Everything's supposed to be bigger in Texas. It's so true. Texas, you got to work on that mm-hmm. drum. If it's not the world's largest, then you're failing. <laughs> That's right. Do you think <laughs> Purdue just adds on to theirs? Every time somebody <laughs> makes a bigger a drum, bigger. they're like, nope, can't have that. <laughs> That's that's what we have. We don't unless, have anything yeah, else. Unless we go to Notre Dame, then we can't bring it in. Yeah, then we can't go in the stadium. <laughs> um, but it is interesting, too, because the Big Ten, we, we talked about the Big Ten money and what type of job Purdue is. That's why I'm interested, because I think that they'll probably get – a name coach, whether that's Jim Leonard or somebody else, because you have to. I mean, I know we can all mock the Big Ten West, but it's a dog as far as coaching goes. I mean, mm-hmm. now with Luke Fickle and Matt Rule entering the fold, P.J. Fleck, uh, Kirk Ferentz, obviously the longest tenured coach in, in college football, Brett Bielema rising up, uh, even Northwestern, the, 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 the worst team in the Big Ten, has, uh, has a solid Pat Fitzgerald, coach. has a great coach there. Teams so. would be glad to have Pat Fitzgerald oh, yeah. as their head coach, despite the struggles that he's currently having at Northwestern. Big Ten West stacked with good coaches. You yeah, know, the, the teams might not be um, ideal, and the conference might not be, or the division might not seem the strongest. But if you look at the coaches by name, by resumes, by what they've done and what they've accomplished, these are some pretty strong coaches throughout the throughout the division. So Purdue's going to have to go out and get somebody. I mean, I, I I don't think that them. I don't think Purdue is expecting. Or, or believing that they're going to be national championship contenders anytime soon. So I don't think they're going to go out and spend, you know, 
eight, seven million dollars on a head coach to try and take them to the promised land. I think they'll go out and get, you know, a pretty solid coach or maybe a, a coordinator that's been, you know, waiting his turn, but it's a you know, a really good coordinator. Um, bring him in and, and, and see what happens with that. Maybe Drew Brees comes on as a quarterback coach. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'd like I like to see that. Do you like him on T V or is he just eh? I don't really pay much attention to yeah. like the, the studio shows anymore. Yeah. Except for NBA on TNT. Uh, That's the only one. Fair enough. That's Other than one. that, the studio shows, I, you get nothing from me. <laughs> I watch game day on Saturdays just because it's kind of just a thing that college game day. Yeah, me and yeah. my family do. Like it's just like a thing. Like it, you know, yeah. it's eight o'clock and we're just like, all right, college game day. Yeah, get some cereal or whatever you eat in the morning. Exactly. And we just sit there and we just listen to them talk about everything. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes we don't even listen. Not it's, big noon though. It's just there, and then as soon as the game comes on, we go, okay. Is Nebraska playing early? No. Let's find a better game. Well, now that the Bear is going to Big Noon, you'll be a Big Noon guy? No. No. Still won't. Still college game day. Yeah, still college game day. Shout out to Lee Corso. <laughs> yeah, though. Lee Corso. Once he's, he's gone, maybe I'm done. Yeah, maybe. Pat McAfee doesn't do it for me. No. I like him. Doesn't do it for me. And Joel Klatt is, I mean, he's great over there. I do love Joel Klatt. Yeah. I also love Kirk Herbstreet. I know. Kirk Herbstreet. I, I know. like Kirk Herbstreet, too. I know we don't like Kirk Herbstreet know, yeah. around these parts, but I like Kirk. Does a good job. Yeah. All right. We got to get to break uh, real quick in, in case you're just uh, tuning in. A few news and notes from Husker football. Uh, Cam Linhart, former Nebraska commit, now is going to be an official visitor this weekend, according to Brian Munson, friend mm-hmm. of the show on three and Husker online. Um, other news in Husker. Uh, Husker football, Jamari Butler entering the transfer portal. Uh, so uh, the first one of today, uh, the uh, ninth, I believe, or tenth total in uh, in the transfer portal in the last couple of weeks for Nebraska as far as scholarship players go. So uh, that's of note. Maybe we'll talk about that stuff coming up next. We also have the Nebraska basketball game against Indiana tonight. Would be a huge one if Nebraska can build on that win against Creighton and Get another top 25 victory. Uh, and if you want to go to PBA, the women play Wisconsin tonight. There you go. There's another one. 7 o'clock. So they play at 7. The men play at what, 7.30? Yeah. It's going to be a lot of dual little, little dual laptop screens, watching yeah. the court. Laptop watching the court. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'll just watch the court. They still got to find a way to stop having their events intermingled. It's, that Nebraska yeah. basketball and football game at the same time. It's the weird. There was volleyball and basketball at the same time. Like, yeah. can we figure out a way to not do that? Darn TV contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure and all that. Trying to watch everything. <laughs> all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back here on the Ticket Water Cooler with plenty of Husker sports talk coming up next. Next. 